Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where you sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski. To my right, I got the board man, Corey with a K. And to my left, DG and Troy are back for another part two. For some reason, we've been on this kick, DG, about recording two podcasts in one night. I know you got a lot going on these days. I got a lot going on these days. You know, other guests, we all have lives of our own, you know, and so... I think we kind of try to make the the best use of our time while we're here. And I think I think that's you explained it pretty well right there. I mean, man, like our schedules nowadays, everybody's lives are different. I mean, I know you and Troy got little ones. You guys can't make it every week. So I think and Buck, I mean, his schedule at work is crazy. We all know that. Buck's work schedule, he never knows what it is. I mean, it changes every week. So I feel like it's a good time for us if we can all get together and we have the time to sit down and, you know, give the podcast, the Sip and Serve podcast, four hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, the podcast that we put out there, of course, they're not four hours long. But the time it takes to take a little break, talk about what we're going to talk about on the next one, you know, go over some stuff. Like tonight, we went outside in between podcasts. We sit on the patio and we started having a few drinks and we just had a casual conversation waiting in between. And that was relaxing to me. No, it was. It was, it was a good time. But I mean, that, I mean, we had no preparation for this, though. No, no preparation here. <clears throat> so we weren't we weren't preparing during that segment. No, we were just having casual conversations. Yeah. And I think that those those are the best pods where we can talk about stuff straight off, you know, just riffing. Yeah, it just flows. Yeah. Just one uh one subject just kind of tumbles right into the next and you know it just flows you talk about whatever it really doesn't matter do you like this concept of the sip and serve where we can get together for four hours and one night and then take the next weekend off yeah for me personally i think that works a little bit better and the other thing man is like you come down here we're hanging out with friends it's you know it's fun it's laid back we all get to you know catch up and so typically when i come over here man i don't want to leave Right. Four hours, is that, yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, okay. What about you, Troy? Do you, would you like coming in here for one night and recording back-to-back episodes? Yeah, because, yeah, you know, gas is high, and we don't want to make double trips, and we could probably pull everything out with our, you know, mon- monthly visits. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, it was a good example tonight. No one knew Monk was c- going to come. You know, he was on last week's episode. I think he did pretty good. You know, he's just he's just the type of guy that likes to sit here and hang out and jump into a conversation here and there. I thought he was pretty entertaining. Yeah, loved having him on. He's a, sorry. What the hell are you doing? He's eating pretzels. Eat, he's trying to eat pretzels eat. while he's podding. Yeah, he's just not professional. <laughs> like, when's the last time this happened? Come on, he, he's been bad the past few episodes. I've been listening. <laughs> I mean, so I Joy, told you. Let's talk I about told it. You guys that earlier the previous episode, like. What the fuck's your problem, bub? <laughs> Tell DG, you're his critic. What's he been doing yeah, wrong, Troy? I mean, I thought I sounded okay the last couple. Now, it was just the last one. He was pulling off, pulling off the mic. Oh, oh, he was a little quiet. Yeah, pulling off. No, I agree, because when I was editing it, I could tell as well. But I didn't want to be the one to bring it up. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't like intrig- critiquing my co-host. I don't like doing it. Yeah, but you got to have something professional. Right. Oh yeah, Troy. I'm with you. So write his ass. Tell him. Get up in yeah, that he, bitch. You got a warning or a citation? I don't know how you guys. I don't know your policies, but um, <laughs> you're fucking chomping. I mean, come <laughs> on. He messed up last episode. Now you come on here chomping. If yeah, he's got a point, you are chewing in the mic. Hang on. Let me just step back. I'm gonna finish this and. 
So, Troy, honestly, though, I mean, usually you're only on once a month, but if you come on once a month and now we're recording two episodes a night, I mean, that puts you here for, you know, two out of the four, and I think the fans would really enjoy that. I don't know how many I know out there, but... uh, Troy, I'm telling you, (laughs) out of all of us, I think you are the fan favorite. And I, I really do think, you know, the OG crew, if Uncle Buck's here... Us three, Corey with the K, we got all five of us around the bar. I feel like that's that's what the fans like when we just sit here and cut it up. I would agree with that. You're kind of saying we go another level, maybe. Yeah, when 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 we're all here, you know, us five could start for the U.S. Olympic podcast team. Oh, geez, that like that level. Yeah, I mean, it's sip and serve. Just throw all five of us out there. All right. In a basketball game, you don't think we could beat Joe Rogan? Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy, uh, Burt Kreischer, Shane Gillis, those type of guys, if they formed an all-star Olympic team, you don't think we could beat them? I think us five could take them pretty pretty easily. And we and we flow. We flow well on the mics, I mean. Yeah, we're like, kind of remind me of like Wu-Tang Clan, the way we flow on the mics. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Sorry. We chime in well. Yeah. So... I, was, I hopped out of the shower. With it. I know I'm switching up real quick. Hopped out of the shower. I hopped out of the shower this week, and I'm not shitting you guys. I mean, we're just riffing here. I hopped out of the shower this week, and this thought just came to mind. I was sitting on my bed, like getting dressed for work, and I started putting on my underwear. And I'm like, hold on. I wonder if there's anybody else out there in the world that gets dressed in a different order than I do. And I'm sure there is. I mean, everybody's got their own thing. But I put my underwear on first. DG, do you have any kind of specific order that you put your clothes on every day? You and I are neck and neck so far. Just underwear. What Under, about you, underwear Troy? Underwear on first. What's wait, first? Now, wait. Let's back up first. Okay. Second. All right. Are you saying that's like the only, that's like your only requirement for yourself when you're getting dressed is you just, as long as your underwear go on first, the rest of the time it doesn't matter. This or is, This is going to throw you for a loop. Or are you, are you saying... For you, that's step one in getting dressed. That's step one. Step one. Okay. And you're asking me what my step yeah. one is? Same. Troy? Underwear on first. I mean, that's not 100% of the time. Well, so you switch it up. Probably. I mean, that's most of the time. Let's just say 80-20. So 80, what's 80, the 20. other 20? Socks. <laughs> <laughs> so you got your dick out and you're putting your socks on. Yeah. You're looking so. at your balls while you're pulling up your socks. Wait, so it's 80 Underwear first, 20, socks yeah. first. Yeah, sometimes I just I get the socks first. or Sometimes we leave them in the basket in our closet, you know, not always putting them away, but they're they're right there. And then, or they could be in the laundry room. I mean, okay. it could be timing. So it of, depends on laundry. Yeah, because okay. there's probably usually some stuff laying on the bench in there. Which, I mean, on a, on a good day, if you could have it just the way you want it, would you go underwear first or socks first? Yeah, I want to. Yeah, it's just uh, underwear first, normal day. Okay. Yeah, so we're all underwear first. Court with a K. Yep. Underwear first. Oh yeah. All right. You don't wear it. So when I when I put my <laughs> underwear on, <laughs> like I'll sit down on the edge of my mattress, butt naked, ass on the sheets. Okay. Don't care. Second, I put my socks on. Okay. Let's let's stop. Let's there. talk. Let's, let's talk. Let's break this down because, damn, this is the second step. I put. The socks on right after 
the boxer briefs. My the, thing, my, the I got, I, I couldn't really focus on what your second item was, was because I was stuck on you saying that you sit on the edge of the bed, yeah, to put yeah. your underwear on. Yeah. I go into my bedroom when I get dressed after I'm naked. You yes. go into your bedroom, straight out of the shower. Your I'm ass, dry. Your I'm ass dry. Hits the bed. Yep. And then you pull your underwear on from a seated, seated position. Well, then, yeah, I sit down, I put them up over my legs, then I stand up, put stand them on. Stand up at the very end. Yep. Sit okay. back down. Get my socks, one leg up, sock on the foot, other leg up, sock on the foot. Okay, so, and that's probably totally normal for me. I think it is. I come in, I go underwear first from a standing Standing, position always. Standing position always. And then, for me, it's also the socks. Now, it's got to be right, left. Right sock, left sock. In Mm -hmm. that order. I don't have one. You don't? Mm Mm-mm. But I'm with you on the socks. For me, it's always right, left. Right, left. Okay, Troy, what's your second item? Usually a T-shirt. So you go cover the dick, cover the nipples. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Or he goes cover the feet, cover the torso. Yeah, he switches. But not the middle. Troy, now let me ask you this. Sometimes you said you put your socks on first, like DG just mentioned. Would you put the underwear on second? Or did you go straight to the t-shirt? Because if you're wearing a t-shirt <laughs> oh my without gosh. underwear, I don't know about it. I don't, no, it's usually, uh, that's the third. The uh, t-shirt. Yeah, the okay. t-shirt's third. Okay. Usually. All right. All right. What about you, Corey? So you guys, it sounds like both you guys take a shower, dry off, and then walk to a bathroom. Yeah. I go, when I take the shower, I know I'm taking a shower, so I grab boxers and I grab a cutoff mm. t-shirt. So I, those are my first two items. I get changed as soon as I'm dried off. Right out of the shower. Right in the shower. Okay. Don't sit down on anything unless it's the toilet maybe before, but I usually do that before the shower. Oh. So you get, so you... I get changed and I can I can open the door. No dick out, no nothing. In, in the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he, he's right out of the shower. He's drying off and getting dressed. I'm a bedroom dresser. I am a bedroom dresser, you DG. You're a bedroom dresser? Okay. We're all the rest of now, us Now, here's bedroom. my question. Most of us are married here. When you walk out of the bathroom to walk through the living room, the kitchen, where I don't know how your houses are, but if you walk through them and you go to your bedroom, do you have the towel still on or you just let that thing fly? Because I'm a towel guy. You're not seeing that. Now's not the time. I'm not walking flaccid through the living room. I'm not, not doing it. Why not? No. You too self-conscious? Yes. But we're talking about when we get to the bed. My wife sees me half chub. That's it. That's it. No less. No less. <laughs> <laughs> no less. <laughs> Man, that's, that's strategic, yeah. No, let me ask you. <laughs> no. we're all men here now listen to me are you walking through the house soft curled up uh i have before i i don't do it regularly but i have before man yeah that's a more man than i am i'd say that's probably 1585 okay 2080 so so it don't have it don't happen much no no not much but it but it you know it happens you know the thing that happened to me the reason I don't do it anymore. I can't wait to I, hear I, it. I did it one time. I did it one time. One time, what is this? I one, walked up. One time with, he walked from the bathroom to his bedroom in front of his significant other with no towel on. No, 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 no. I do it when I'm chubbed up. You do it when you, okay, got it. The one time I did it when I wasn't chubbed up, I was in my stomach a little bit. You know what I mean? You know that feeling. Yeah, I was scared. Yeah. And she's seen that thing. 
<laughs> and she get like she was like speechless. And that you know, if she, if she usually she says something, something. I don't care if it's negative or positive. <laughs> she was fucking speechless, man. And I just thought to myself, "Fuck, I ain't never doing this again." She gave it to silent treatment. She looked at it. She and gave she it to silent treatment. Yeah, she looked at it. She made eye contact with it, and I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> she usually says like, "Oh," or. Oh, yeah. And, I, and she didn't say nothing, man. And you, yeah, how's right. that make a man feel? You're right. Fuck. You're right. That's, that's worse than if she would have told you. She would have said, man, that, that thing's small. Yeah. Cool. You know what? Thanks. I know. <laughs> she but she didn't say nothing. That's more of a slap in the Holy face than. Fuck. You're right. Wow. That's, that's rough. Shit, DG. So that's why that's that scared you off from it. If I ain't getting out of the shower, half chub, I ain't walking through the living room without a towel. Yeah, fair enough. What about man. you, Troy? You walk through there a lot. You didn't really answer. I mean, there's times when if there's not a towel, you know, you got to run out naked. But majority of the time, I'm set up. Usually, I throw a towel where I'm getting out. Sometimes I hang it up, but it's just easier to grab right there. Yeah. So, at least got a towel over me, and I'm going to cover that wherever I go at that point. But today, I was home alone, and... and uh, <laughs> no. So, we got a towel on the ground, a towel around you. You just got out of the shower, and that's where you lost me. What happened? No, I got a towel on me. I got a towel on you, yeah. But I'm saying if I don't have a towel on me, then I'm going, you know naked into the laundry room which kind of faces more there's a window in there so and and usually i'm i'm really prepared at pulling the blinds down my bedroom so i avoid that do you ever see yourself just instead of pulling up the blinds walking out of the shower and maybe giving your neighbors a show you're saying do i want to do that maybe I mean, there's always a possibility, but I, I, I don't. I don't think there. I knew there was somewhere in your heart that you might just want to show that thing off. Oh, I don't bit. want to show that. I'm professional. I don't. Okay. When I am walking out naked, I'm assuming no one's seeing me, where I hold it, and then I kind of scoot to where I need to go. So you you give it a full handful before you walk out. Yeah, I mean, it's really okay. probably not doing anything. But. Okay. When you're in your house, and you mentioned that you're really good about shutting your blinds or whatever, like when you're in your house, Rolski, and you're changing, you got neighbors, you know, they they'll, they could probably see into your house and you could see into theirs if, you know, you guys both had the windows open or whatever. Do you always pull the blinds down when you're walking around your house naked? No, because I don't walk around the house naked a whole lot, but if someone outside seen me naked, they wouldn't be aroused. <laughs> what? They're not going to get excited by me. I mean, they're just going to be like, oh, that's just... Okay, so what does that mean about you and your blind policy? Are you a blinds up guy? Like, I don't care who sees me, or are you a blinds down guy? No, I, I said no. Like I'm hiding away. No, I'll let it ride, but if it's my wife, I know when she showers at night, and I know when... <laughs> this is getting creepy. No, no. I I mean, I do. And then there's certain times. All right, all right. And I know when she's going to come out of the shower. And I know when my windows are open. So I make sure the blinds are shut. Okay. So you just avoid it altogether. 
No, I, I'll do it. You plan around it. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. I he, won't he let tested. my wife do it. He's a tester. Ah, uh, that's what I'm getting at. Like I'll walk out. I don't give a shit. I don't. I don't yeah, care. That's, that's kind of how. But I I'll shut the blinds whenever my wife gets out of the shower. Yeah, you know what? Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I got it. But but if it was up to you and you only, like you don't care who sees you. Nah, I'll let it. Ride. If if they want to look, you they, know, yep, get an eyeful. You're damn right. I'm the same way. Not much there. Same way. Plus, I think just even if you have the blinds open in my house, like you got to work really hard to be able to like really see anything inside. Like you got to have a, the right angle, and there can't be a glare on the window. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like the only people that are going to probably see me, even if the blinds are open, are people who are trying to look exactly. in my house. And I don't think anybody is anyway. So no, DJ, I feel the same way because my wife, when when she sees me closing the blinds sporadically like running around the house closing the blinds when she's walking through she's like are you serious like what are you doing like no one's no one's at this point is looking through our window yeah but i know what you're saying if they want to see in they're going to see in but there's going to have to be someone with binoculars looking through our window right you know what i mean or something like yeah yeah so in the 2022 world cup this year it's taking place in qatar dg you know where qatar is no i don't either but anyway, the best soccer players in the world, all over the world, the best teams in the world, they come into one. We know what the World Cup is. World Cup, yeah. Yeah, it's World Cup. We're not so, even soccer guys. No, we know, we know, we the know what Cup. the World Cup is, right? So they all come in together. And when you get that many males together and that many female fans together in like one you know, city in a country at one time, we all know what's going to happen. The bars are open, you know, the nightlife, they're going to go out, they're... They're going to hook up. We all know that's going to happen in Qatar. But here's the thing. In Qatar, it's illegal to have sex when you're not married. And if they see you doing that in Qatar, you can spend seven years in prison. That's the minimum. So these guys are going to Qatar in 2022. You know, they've experienced this before. They experience it every year. Is the World Cup every year, DG? No. Like every, every four, every, four every three or four, whatever. So they look forward to this. They train for this. This is their, you know, their month or so off at a time to let loose and have fun. If you're not married, whatever, you ain't got no kids and wife back home. If you're a single guy, the World Cup's a blast. You're getting paid. You're playing the sport you love. You're going out at night. You're meeting new people. But if you break that law, you're going to jail for seven years minimum. How do you think the guys, let's just say from the U.S., how do you think they're taking this? Because they look forward to this every four years, and now they go to Qatar and they can't even, you know, go out at night and have fun. I don't know. Do you think, like, if I'm a World Cup athlete and I'm in a city to participate? You're wrong. I know where you're going. You're totally wrong. Them guys look to have the time of their life when they're gone. They look forward to this. Dude, there's, there's, there's certain times, you know, the U.S. will play on a Monday and they won't play again until Thursday. But you don't. So you think about that Tuesday night, but you that, don't. You, but you don't think like basically every waking hour for those players between no. Monday and nope. the next game is like accounted for, or do you think this is like well work? You know, our meetings over at six. Yeah, I mean, you can only do whatever you can you only want. have practice and meetings for so long. That's what I'm trying to say hey, here. That, that's you're probably you can only do it for so long. Right there's it. there's off time, man. Well, there's like players' unions too. 
You know what I mean? Like your your the amount of time that you're able to like spend doing team activities is probably limited. Wasn't it a few years ago that we heard the story about, you know, I don't even know if it was the US, but another country like going out at night and doing some kind of mischief and getting disqualified for a tournament. I thought I heard a story or something. I some, feel like I heard something like that. Exactly. At so, an Olympics. Exactly. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Like when they go to these events, these guys aren't going just for the sport. I mean, there's probably a few, the diehards that live for this shit, the guys who don't drink, the guys who don't party at home, they'll stay in their hotel rooms. But I'm talking about the guys who like to get out and have a good time. In Qatar, if they do, they're going to prison. Wonder if they risk it. Or do they say, fuck Qatar, I'm not going to go. I wonder how enforceable that law is. You yeah, tell me, I don't know. I've Warren. never been to Qatar, and I don't even know where the fuck Qatar is. Corey, could you look that up? Q-A-T-A-R, what country that's in? What continent, at least? What you got, Troy? Well, I feel like it'll work itself out, just like the economy does. I think you... <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just thinking about it too hard. He's out and left. Yeah, I'm not in left. I'm in the same ballpark. No, you're in the same ballpark. You're you're way out in left field. You're like on the warning track. Yeah. So well, according to the actions that pitchers now. What do we got here? So it's in the Middle East. It's just south of uh, Iraq and Iran. Okay. All right. So, so we're, Middle East. Yeah, we're going to the Middle East to play a soccer tournament, and you can't go out at night. Like I was saying, I I don't know how enforceable a law like that really is. You know what I'm saying? And I don't either. But I, it, it also says like holding hands kissing and even hugging the opposite sex or the same sex it doesn't matter can get you seven years in prison you cannot show any affection in public yeah i honestly think there might be a few individuals on the team that might not go if that's the law in a country like that then i would have to think that there are no nightclubs there are no dance clubs okay like there just aren't any so there's there's no opportunity exactly either. so that's what i'm saying like if there's no opportunity you you kind of prove my point okay why so would you, why would they it. go okay if you don't want to just play soccer well i mean maybe maybe they do love the sport. You talking about the players yeah maybe oh, they, they're, they're gonna want to go man it's the world cup i know it's but, a chance to play in the world cup that they'll they'll sacrifice everything just to play in a world cup in front of no fans in a vacuum you know what i mean like i don't think the nightlife is really all that important to most of them most of them now there's probably some guys there's probably a few that, that don't care and you know screw you guys i'm going out and i'm having a good time and they're probably not getting in a lot non-starters maybe maybe but i'd say the majority they're just like no this is a world cup like we're in town to take care of business and i don't i don't think they'd really even consider a rule like that so troy if you were on the u.s world cup team on your day off you had a few hours and you say you know what i'm gonna go down to the local sub shop i'm gonna get me a sub and you know bottle of water whatever it is and there's just this the hottest little number you've ever seen she's a 10 she's got her titties i know you're a titty guy she's got a she's got a fat ass and you know she's kind of plump i know you like them plump and she comes up to you and whispers in your ear and says, hey, is your name Troy? I've seen you on TV. What do you think about coming back to my place and letting me eat your sub? What would you say? Well, it seemed like it went through pretty easy there. <laughs> right? Could you explain that, Troy? Yeah, can you expand a I little bit? I meant getting this gal is pretty 
pretty yeah, easy well, process. I mean, she's uh, seen you on TV. She she liked you. Now this this is what these World Cup guys go through. So I'm putting you in their shoes. And then she walked up, and she was exactly your type. She was what you like. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough situation. Yeah, I, I, I mean, mean most of the time you're probably going to say what kind of sub you want. You know? Yeah, I mean, I probably step back a little bit. Yeah, just uh, would you really though? Comprehend it all. That's what I mean. Like at that, if I am that elite, do I? And just, let's say you're single too. With it? Let's just say you're single. You're not married. You're nothing. You're one of the best players on a World Cup team. Twenty three. And she sees you, and that's your type, and says, "Hey, come back with me." Yeah, I guess. I mean, what do you do? I mean, do you risk the seven year World Cup? All of it? I mean, it's a hard decision to make. Troy don't even have an answer for me. And he he's not even close to a World Cup contender. <laughs> Troy, you're not good at soccer, are you? <laughs> I don't think I ever played in a match. Oh, well, you're not going to make the team then. You ever play soccer in, like, gym class? Yeah. I was good at mat ball. That's kickball, right? That's uh, like kickball yeah. where you can run the bases. you got to kick a ball. Multiple times. Yeah, you got to kick a ball. And you can get up to, like, five people per base. Yeah. I've, Still, mat ball and soccer, those are two different sports, I think. Not to get off topic, but, you know, whatever. I don't really care. What like what was your guys' like favorite day in gym class? Like what was that one day when you came to gym class and you were just you saw it, it was on the gym floor already, and you just got you like you and all the boys just got fired up. I'm gonna tell you right now, I walk I'm walking down the hallway sophomore year. Kinda timid. Kinda keep to myself because I'm still kinda young. Keep my head down. Don't really talk to anybody. Might ball tag DG down the way in his fucking Dirk Nowinski jersey, walk into that gym class, and I see there's six red, purple, orange, yellow, blue, white, whatever, balls. Careful, we only got six. Right up the middle of that court, right at half court. That's when my mind gets right. Walk back into the locker room. Don't talk to anybody because I know I mean business. Put on my shorts, put on a new T-shirt, walk out there, and I'm ready to go. Like, I might not have been the best baseball player, but I can tell you what, I could always wing a fucking dodgeball. Dodgeball day. That's what got me going in high school. Was that good enough for you, DG? That was very descriptive. Yeah, that's the only right answer. I was I was there. You, you had me there. I, was, I could smell the smells and see the sights, and I was there. The tra- I mean, you transported me. I mean, that's a great game, but... <laughs> what did you get excited about, Troy? Outdoor recess. Hey, let me ask you. Say you were in second, third grade. When the bell would for recess would ring, like you knew it was coming. You knew what time it was. Yeah, first recess starts at nine thirty. Like it's nine twenty seven. We're about to have recess. Like you knew it was coming. When the bell rang and you got up to go outside, like were you the kid that was like running to the ball, running to the court? We always had like a eight foot rim outside. And at the time, I could dunk that, and a few of my buddies could dunk it as well. So we always wanted to go to the rim that we could dunk. But other kids, they went to that same rim because they could make it. They couldn't make the 10-foot oh, rim. Okay. And I would always sprint out there because I wanted to fucking dunk. So, I'm not going to lie. So what Is that a bully? No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm trying, to, beat I'm him trying there. to get more information. I beat him there. So once you beat him there, like that was your bucket, that recess. You want to get dunked on, step up. Okay. But you didn't, like, kick them off. No. Okay. If you want to. You, you were there. You ran out there because you were there first. If you want to play, that's fine. 
I think that's okay. What was the worst recess injury you ever witnessed? I seen Mitch beat the shit out of Dewey. <laughs> uh, what grade? Uh, sixth or seventh grade. They rolled down the hill, fist fighting. I don't know if you'd call that an injury, but you want a story? Let's let's. I'm thinking like first through fourth grade. Skin knees, man. I like. I never seen broken bones or anything. You talking about bones popping out of the skin? Yeah, stuff like nah, that. Nah, never. What about you? Do you got any like good recess story, recess injury stories? I mean, an injury. One that stands out to me, and it was pretty, pretty wild. Was uh, Alan Nimmer. You know, flying in that swing and the what grade? What grade were we? Swing were we in third grade. We were definitely kids. We were we were playing basketball in the other right there in front of it, and then that's where I think she was up pretty good, pretty high, and that chain broke, and she went face face forward. All right, so we're we're in third grade. We're out there. So some chick fell off a swing. She was swinging high, and you remember? You Troy, remember, is this the same? Yeah, I'm same story. Okay. My my story is the same. You ever you remember those like recess daredevils? Those little kids that, you know, thought they were on Nitro Circus where they would like swing, they jump out of the swing and like land on their feet and like do a somersault on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Like those rough and tumble kids, you know. Well, I don't know if she was trying to do what they do, but she was swinging high. I mean, she was up there. And you, so you think the chain broke? I I think. (laughs) I I thought thought she just jumped out. Troy, them chains never break with them kids on it. They're jumping. If I used to chain, do it all the time. I mean, if that chain broke, they should have sued, but I don't think that happened. I don't remember that happening. The world may never know. It's a mystery, but I can tell you this, DG. I loved jumping out of swings as a kid. It Who was, didn't? It was okay, but... What? It got like it got to a point for me where it was just like, okay, this doesn't do anything. You for didn't me find anymore. that fun at all. It, it 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 was for a while, but then it's it stopped. Like I hit like seven, and I never did it again. Or eight? No, I was probably older than that. But I just hit an age where I was just like, okay, my, my days well, of jumping out of swings are over. It comes to that point when you get older, but you, you just gotta you, you know you get I up, think you it, get up I, to about six seven. I grade, think it's a sixth and grade you gotta thing. Hang them up. It's a sixth you grade thing. How old up. are you in sixth grade? Your body's just not the same as it was. It can't handle the same shock. You eleven in sixth grade, probably ten. Pretty close, yeah. That's the that, we're gonna stop it there. Ten or eleven, you can't <laughs> jump out of swings anymore. DG new segment this week. And I'm gonna tell you two truths. And one lie. And I want you guys to pick out the lie. All right. And we'll, we'll find out who knows me the best. Can we, like, the three of us openly nope. di- openly discuss it? Nope. Or Everybody's we... got to give me their answer. Okay. It's a little game, kind of. Right. Two truths and one lie. We're going to see how much you guys know Rolski, the host of the show. Okay? First one. I got choked out in gym class my senior year. My sister-in-law drank my dip spit. I shit myself... And Burger King, which one's the lie? A. A. I agree. A's the winner, the lie. What do, what do you think, yeah, Corey? I think the lie is the, the, you got choked out. You're all wrong. I'll tell you the story. I was in this gym class one time, and this kid just choked me out right in the middle of the gym floor. Some kid just walked up behind me. I know who he is. I'm not going to mention names. But he choked me out, and I was asleep on the gym floor. Just didn't even know what was happening. What was he doing? I was like knocked a, out. 
Was he a friend of yours or? Yeah, it was just it was just a prank. He didn't know he put me to sleep. He didn't mean to. It was like a just a. Okay, got it. He just put me in a sleeper hole. There was no real beef there. No, none. And he he just didn't know he did it that hard. And I went to. I mean, I was out, man, like a light. They said I was out for like ten to fifteen seconds, just out on the floor, dead, dead weight. So you got choked out. I've been choked out. My sister in law drank my dip spit. I, I that's not hard for me to believe. No, it's not. I mean, when we were younger, we all used to hang out. I spit in a beer bottle. Yeah, that's what it was. Exactly what it was. And there it went. Never ever shit myself in Burger King. I've shit myself in a lot of different places in life, but never a Burger King. That just, was the lie. I thought. I mean, you think about the greasy whoppers. Well, and Monk yeah. loves the whopper. That's, yeah, that's his go-to. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what you think. I've never shit myself in Burger King. Never have, never will. Hopefully I can make it to the bathroom in time. Never's a long time. Next one up. I've been in police handcuffs. Pizza is my favorite food. A 75 plus year old woman has seen my dick. Hey. Yeah, the 75 year old woman, I say yes. That's true. Um, The cuffs? Yeah. I mean, I can kind of see that. Like, he doesn't really get to that point. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with A as well. Uh, I'm gonna go with B because I think it might be wings. Okay. Or chicken, or uh, like chicken fingers. Yeah. Or just the lie is I've never been in police handcuffs. Mm. Pizza is probably my favorite food. Chicken wings are probably my second favorite. Corey, I can eat pizza all the time, and there's different variations of pizza. I mean, there is. I mean, there's I, a lot. I had breakfast pizza, pizza sub. for, for yeah. breakfast. This yeah, morning. I mean, I good. can eat pizza at all times. What's the score? And a 75 plus year old woman has seen my dick, Troy. I was in the OUC gymnasium when they were walking above. I've told this story before on the podcast. How big of a listener are you guys? I've told the story. Corey K remembers yeah, it. Yeah, I remember that one. I knew that was. The I only got a one jerk down, true. and I didn't pull my pants back up. I let her flop right at midcourt. Next up, I've sat in the back. Of a state highway patrolman's cruiser. My wife's called me daddy. When I puke, I have to be on all fours. What's the lie? B. Oh, damn it. I was going to say B, too. <laughs> me, too. <laughs> I, I just don't, I don't see her saying that. You don't think I'm, like, good enough in the sack for her to say, yeah, daddy? I mean, I give it to me, daddy. You don't think my wife says that? Are you, what's that say that's about what me? That's what I'm saying, yes. What's that's that what say I'm about me? It's saying you're not a very good performer. <laughs> you're not very talented. You don't work very hard in there. There's a whole lot you can do better. Corey with the talks a big game. What do you think? No, I agreed with them. I went with B2. You guys are all right. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's never called me daddy. But I have sat in the back of a safety cruiser. Or a Stadies Cruiser, not a safety cruiser. <laughs> Stadies cruiser. <laughs> cruiser. I'm glad you've been in the back of a safety cruiser. I didn't want any harm to come to you. And when I puke, now this might be weird. You guys, let's talk about puking for a little bit here. When I have to puke, I get down on all fours. Hands are on the floor. Knees are on the floor. There's no way in hell I can puke standing up. With hands on knees, nothing. Can't, Can't do, do it. Leaning up against something, nothing. Get me on all fours. That's the only way it'll come out. Is that weird? No, I think I'm. I think I'm the same. Now that you mention it, I, I don't. Uh, I don't. I, when I throw up, I I 
prefer to be on all fours as well. You have to be. Yeah, I think that's like a maybe some kind of animal instinct. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. What are you an all fours puker? I mean, no, not necessarily. But I, I see what you're saying. I like the elbows on the on the lid and the knees on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of it, but yeah, I, I I can do it standing up. But you feel you always feel like maybe like you got to grab a hold of something, like you got to be grounded with the other yeah. two hands. They're just not yep. kind of just sitting yep. at your hips or something. Like you're you're on your knees, you're grabbing a pole. Or, you got to be like brace yourself. You can't let them flop. No, yeah, okay. So you guys got that one right. <laughs> We're doing pretty good. I'm not going to tell a story when I was in the back of a Stadies cruiser. Okay, I'm not going to tell that story. I broke my blinker in my car because I hit the control too hard. I pissed the bed and told my mom it was sweat. When I take a shower, I don't put soap in my ass crack. V. C is definitely true. I'm down to A and B. I'm just going to help you. I'm going to cheat. I think B (laughs) happened. I think he has pissed the bed and told his mom it was sweat because he didn't want his mom to be mad at him and think that she Yeah, but he's so clean. Like, he... I mean, he probably washed the sheets himself, but he didn't want his mom to know because he knew his mom would get pissed because then she would have to wash the sheets. And say A one more time. I broke my blinker in my car because I hit the control too hard. He can get... Who makes something like that up? He can... That's not a... That's not. He's pissed off. He can just, you know, swing his arm. That's what It only takes one real quick second. I'm going to... I mean, I'm going to go with A. You think that's the lie? The blinker? Yeah. If you think B's the lie, I said B, but I I, I want to I I wasn't li- I didn't hear the question correctly. <laughs> I think A's the lie. I don't think you've ever broke broken my blinker. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Corey? Yeah, I was thinking A too because B. I think B's definitely a, a true. I, I so agree. It, it's a toss up between A and C, and I think it's A. Well, here's the thing. I was in Kingston one night out at a Zane Trace party, and I hit my blinker too hard, and it got stuck. But when I was driving home the next day, my blinker was on all the way from Kingston to Frankfurt. The left signal was stuck. And, you know, everybody knows that's a 30-minute drive all day. Driving down main roads and shit with my turn signal on, which is not a problem. If they pulled me over, I would have been fine, but whatever. And, you know, when you're driving in a car, you get pissed at the people who, hey, turn that fucker off, you know? Mine wouldn't go off. Like, I would put it back into position for it to go off, and it just wouldn't turn off. So I'm driving home down 35, and I've got my left turn signal on the whole time. That's a bitch, huh? I pissed the bed and told my mom it was sweat. It's a true story. I thought so. I got drunk one night. Probably shouldn't have. Came to bed. Woke up the next morning. My bed was soaked. Sheets and everything. They were done. What do I tell my mother? Hey, I got drunk and pissed the bed. You can't tell her that. So I just said, you know what? I had a fever. I was sweating. Woke up. She washed the sheets. And everything was good to go. No questions asked. You Nothing. sweat that fucking bad? you damn right. I had a fever, Troy. No. She knows. She's not that naive. She might have known. He's right. <laughs> but She might have known and just said, you know what? I'll but if we small, brought I'm her on today, if we brought her on the podcast today, I, I bet she wouldn't even have thought that I was... Drinking and piss the bed at all. I think parents know more than you give them credit for. I'm on the same boat. I, I think. Joy, you've never pissed the bed in your house with your mother? No. no. Have I, you ever puked? 
Yeah, I think I puked. What'd she say? Well, I'm usually... Honey, the, you got a tummy ache? I'm usually, and you said, yes, I do. And she said, okay. <laughs> she I got you a bottle of water. See, she didn't believe you. I, she probably didn't, but it was the next morning. But still. Uh, so it was mine. I pissed the bed. Sick. It was the next morning. Exactly. You're sick. And guess what? cold bug. She believed you. Mine did too. Let's get into the text this week. We got several. Ketchup so. does not belong on a fried egg sandwich. Mayo all the way. I got nothing. I got no problem with mayo being on the egg sandwich, but uh, there, there's nothing wrong with ketchup. I'm sorry. There's nothing wrong Troy, with ketchup you eat, at all. Do you eat ketchup on eggs at all? Yeah, I do. Ketchup and hot sauce. Yeah, me too. You can't mix them together. Yeah, you what? can. Really? Hot, hot sauce and ketchup mixed together is excellent. Oh, yeah. What? I do that. Yeah, that's Ooh. what I just said. Yeah. That's get, what I said. Get, get on the train, brother. Oh, I don't do that shit. You mix them on eggs? It's just, they're especially good on scrambled eggs. I can't I can't really speak for like over easy sunny side up, but if you put them on scrambled eggs with a little bit of cheese, mm. real good. All right. Yeah. So we got a TikTok sent to us, and I'm gonna break down the TikTok for you. How to choose a fantasy draft order. Like you got all the guys. How do you choose where they pick? Basically. You have a draft Olympics. So you have some contests with all the participants. 40-yard dash, QB accuracy, field goal competition, dodgeball tournament, first one out picks last, last one out picks first. Everybody gets $25, and you take it to an arcade, and whoever gets the most tickets wins that day. And you combine the scores, who is the highest, you know, you average it out, and that's how you pick your draft order. I like that a lot. But I think you should have stopped after the combine. Don't go to the arcade. No arcade. No arcade. Okay. Just just make it like physical. A, just make it physical. And and how about this? Let's say it's like the um, you know the football toss where you see who can throw the far- farthest. You get a mulligan for twenty five bucks. Mm. So if you want to redo on a certain you know, event, you can pay $25 and get a redo, just like in a golf match. Put it back into the league. And it's put, and you put okay. it back into the league. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of cool. How do you think you would fare on the 40-yard dash? I think I'd finish. Like, are you are you a, like a 5-2, a 5-3? I don't know. I don't know what time. Five? I don't know what time, but I think I'd, I'd at least finish in the top half, I think. I don't think I'd be last either. I don't think so, no. I think okay. I'm finishing the top half. I'm not. I, I probably wouldn't win. What about QB accuracy, Troy? You think you can throw a football, a pigskin? Yeah, I've been work. I worked on it this during our vacation. <laughs> I'd like to hear about this. What'd you do? Did you run some drills? You and Uncle Buck run <laughs> we routes. Just, we just passed. Okay. They had a football there, pigskin. We just threw back and forth. You throw a tight spiral. Well, he's helping me. Where I was gripping on the football was not the proper spot. I needed to go back towards the back. It worked. It started throwing it better. So you think you could hit Randy Moss on a 40-yard post? I'm not there yet, no. Do you think you could out-throw your league mates, me and Uncle Buck and Corey with the guy? you think you could throw it better than we can? No. Okay, I don't think so either. What about the dodgeball tournament? Now, we talked about dodgeball earlier. DG. Who do you think out of our league would come out on top in a dodgeball tournament? 
You got to have a good combination of throwing skills. You got to have good hands. You have to have good hands. You got to be mobile and agile, and you got to be somewhat acrobatic to be a really good dodgeball player. Um, I'm going to say of all the dudes in the sip and serve league, I would probably put my money on Otis. Troy, do you think you could beat Otis in dodgeball? Man, I thought you were kind of describing me there for a minute. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought I was a good BP pitcher, so I, I had that accuracy. You played outfield. You played outfield. Yeah, but they put me in left because I had a weak arm. That's okay. You're still out there. Yeah. You weren't playing second. Yeah, that's a weaker arm. You weren't playing first. That's no arm, right? Exactly. What's up, fellas? Marty Marr here. Hope everyone is doing well. Can't wait to be back in the studio with all of you guys. My question is, would you rather have to wear someone's used underwear or use someone else's used toothbrush for a week? Troy, what would you rather do? I seem to be a little more open towards the the dirty pants. I guess I don't want the toothbrush. That's something I don't want to even mess with. I'll take the dirty pants. I'm going to take the dirty underpants as well. I'm not fucking around with someone else's toothbrush. That's disgusting. Corey? I'm taking toothbrush. It's only four minutes a day. So am I. I like I'd like. i much rather have fresh pair of undies every day. No way. Get out of here. I'm not. You, you're going to ask me to put on another dude's whitey tidies, for example. Yeah. yeah. And you pull them on and you Damn feel right. that you feel that moisture yeah. and you yeah. feel that ball yeah. sweat from somebody else. Yeah, I'm saying they stink. Are you kidding me? He's got some of some of his pubic sheddings are in there still. Now they you're don't. gonna you're gonna pull that on your body. Yeah. And, they don't and you're gonna you're gonna smell like Put his, it on me. You're gonna now smell listen. like his BO all day. No, it's not gonna get be. out of here with that. But no shit. Like I'm good until you get particles. Think in about there. all them no. fucking food particles you, you in can, your mouth. You can no. get you can get a You're good, getting someone else's you get steak underwear bites. with You're with eating someone else's steak. Yeah, what if what if he shit what if he sharted earlier that day? And you gotta wear you gotta wear his shart in your ass crack. There was no mention of shart here. It's used underwear. Yeah, it, there's no mention of steak in the in the in the toothbrush either. Fuck. You can inspect the toothbrush before you use yeah. it. You can make you sure there's no, water, no trace of anything in there. Well, I can get a your nice little dude wipe. No free ads, but I can dude wipe that underwear first, too. No. Don't agree. Don't agree. That's going to have some funk in there. That Text you're not, in. You're not going to be able to get get a dude wipe. Seven four zero seven two zero three five three seven. Text us. Let us know. We'll see you guys next week. Cut that one up. You got, you got some work ahead of you. <laughs>